0: Now back to the Ian O'Connor Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Right now, let's go to Philadelphia. We've got Tyler Kepner, the longtime outstanding national baseball columnist for the New York Times, author of the New York Times bestseller, K, A History of Baseball in 10 Pitches. And Tyler, thanks so much for taking the time. Steve Cohen, Mets owner, just tweeted out uh, this message. I just visited the players in the clubhouse. They are ready and in a good frame of mind for this game. The Mets are free falling. Of course, we've seen that movie before. How important Tyler, in your estimation, is this game for the Mets to, to win today, to avoid the sweep in Philadelphia?
0: Well, and, uh yeah, thanks for having me on. I mean, you know, they've already lost the series and they will leave town, uh, not in first place. Um, but yeah, it sure would make things feel a lot better for them uh, and, and dial down the panic. Uh, meter a little bit if they could get a win today against uh, their old friend Zach Wheeler, who's the Phillies' uh, best pitcher. So it's going to be tough. I mean, Walker has not pitched well uh, this month, and uh, Wheeler has been one of the best pitchers in the league, uh, really since he left the Mets. So it's it's uh, it's a tough one. I mean, if they lose, you know, hey, you know, they're going to keep going to keep at it, and they won't be that far back. But um, it sure would change the outlook going into a new week, that's for sure.
1: Tyler, you've been around long enough like I have to see. I mentioned earlier on the program, I think the Mets collapsed like no other team I've ever covered. They just (laughs) seem to have that in their DNA. Now you have new ownership a new management team and new faces. And so it's a different day and time in the Mets organization. They've been in first place for most of the season. Now they've lost it. Do you think they have enough talent in that room to recapture the division, a relatively weak division? Without DeGrom and Lindor, do you think that those pieces have to return sooner rather than later for this team to really have a chance to win that division?
0: Well, there's only a chance because the Phillies uh, and the Braves are both pretty flawed, and obviously the Marlins and, and Nats are way out of it. Um, but saying that their best chance is because of a weak division is, is not a big vote of confidence. I mean, DeGrom and, and Lindor are supposed to be their two centerpiece players, right? Them and, uh, and Pete Alonso. so it is really hard. Uh, without them I don't I still don't quite understand Ian why they don't hit better um I mean to think that only the Rangers and the Pirates uh score have scored fewer runs per game it's 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 pretty surprising um you know they already tried firing the hitting coaches early in the season didn't make much of an impact um Luis Rojas talks a lot about you know not catching up the fastballs and being ready to hit the fastball which seems to be the most fundamental thing of hitting as far as far as I can tell um but yeah, no, it's uh, it's a little mysterious to me why they don't hit much. But I think, you know, I I, I wouldn't count them out just because the division's kind of weak.
1: Taiwan Walker needs to be Taiwan Walker again, and and starting today against Zach Wheeler, that, that would be very helpful. If you look though, uh, Tyler. If you're a Mets fan, how concerned would you be looking at those 13 straight games coming up against the Giants and Dodgers? After that, you've got a series with the Yankees. You're playing the Red Sox. And so it looks like the schedule is one of the toughest in baseball. If you're a Mets fan, how alarming is that just given where the team is right now?
0: That's a really tough sign. I mean, you know, those offenses coming up are are, uh, relentless. I mean, you know, the Giants, you got to at this point you got to buy into them. I mean, the first team to win seventy games—they hit a ton of home runs. They, you know, they—they <clears throat> get the most out of what they got. We all know how how uh, tough the Dodgers are uh, up and down that order. The Red Sox can hit, um, and and the Yankees—you uh, know—we all know about the Yankees. So it's yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, and they need Walker. It, you know, it, Walker—it's a bad time for him to be uh, slumping with with Degrom out, um, and they just don't get much length at all. From uh, from that rotation, I mean, Hill is the five inning guy. Um, I think they've the only pitcher besides Degrom to go even six innings since uh, since uh, July first is McGill who did it twice. So it's it's they're not getting much length from these starters. That's okay, maybe because they're both as good. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough slog um, coming up.
1: Tyler Kepner here on 98.7 ESPN. Before I forget, do yourself a favor. Go on the New York Times website and read Tyler's incredible piece on the late, great J.R. Richard. It really was a tremendous piece by Tyler. And going forward, uh, Tyler, when you look at the NL East, and if, if all things being equal and everyone is relatively healthy, who do you think really has the best team and the most talent in that division? The team that should win it, on paper anyway.
0: Well, that's a great question. I mean, the Braves, the Braves have are the only team with a positive run differential, and, and, and they're way over actually. They're like seventy over um, runs. Now it's different because you know, they don't have Acuna anymore. But I think they did a real nice job um, in terms of getting outfielders with recent good track records, and hoping that some combination of Soler and, and uh, Duvall and Jack Peterson and those guys will will. Um, Rosario, when he comes back, will uh, will help them. So, I think that you know the Braves are still really good. They're going to get Ian e. Anderson back, um, but if the Phillies can just get this bullpen ironed out, um, they're probably the team that should win it. Um, you know, they're a little weak at spots in the rotation, but what they did with that Gibson, uh, that trade for Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy, was improve three spots on their pitching staff because they moved their closer ranger suarez to the rotation now he's still kind of a three-inning guy as he builds up but he, his era is under one so he's pitching real well if they can build him up to get to you know be a five or six inning guy um then all of a sudden their rotation doesn't look so bad with wheeler nola who's been inconsistent but he's still really good and then uh you know gibson uh, suarez efflin again not great but if they can just calm things down in that bullpen um I think that Philly's offense uh, it has been healthy, and uh, it's, it's, it's pretty uh, you know, pretty good.
1: Tyler, a lot of fans obviously in New York still very interested in Joe Girardi and what he's doing in Philly. How would you assess his performance so far with this group? Girardi it took a lot of criticism earlier this season, but now they're in first place, and your thoughts on, on Joe Girardi?
0: Yeah, I think he was the right fit. I mean, you know, it's interesting how, how well Kapler's doing this year. Gabe Kapler, uh, you know, his predecessor only lasted a couple of years. Wasn't quite the right fit here. Um, but then Girardi's first year, and actually, honestly, most of this year, has been much the same. I mean, this is a team that's kind of been, been stuck around 500 for three or four years now. So I think we'll see. Um, you know, this, this, how Girardi gets through this, uh, pennant race. I mean, if he can take this team back to the playoffs for the first time in 10 years, um, you know, that's exactly what he was brought here to do. Uh, so I, I you yeah, know, I think so far it's interesting because one of Joe's best strengths I thought in New York was in managing the bullpen. Um, but helps to have Mariano Rivera as part of that bullpen. The Phillies <laughs> don't have anything close to that. Uh, so the bullpen has been a big issue for him. Um, but he's got a shot here. He's in good position to, uh, to see it through, and I do think he's the right man uh, you know, for this job. He
1: knows what he's doing. We all know that. Ian Kennedy looked pretty good at, at the end of uh, yesterday's game, yeah. particularly against Alonzo. And Tyler Cutner the New York Times here on eight seven ESPN. Let's switch over to Ian Kennedy's former team, the New York Yankees. And they've won 20 of 28, uh, starting with that uh, back end of the doubleheader July 4th against the Mets. And they're on a roll, and it seems nothing could stop them. I, I don't know if even the, the – ever-expanding COVID injury list can stop him. Anthony Rizzo now the latest Yankee on that list. Cole, Montgomery, Judge, Sanchez, Urshela, Loiza. I mean, so many Yankees at 10 in in about a month, three outbreaks. And obviously the foremost concern is for the health and safety of the players and their families. That aside, when you look at the baseball element of it, Tyler, how concerned do you think the Yankees might be that if they can't control these outbreaks – you might get one in in October that could really be impactful, in terms of how this season ends.
0: Yeah, that's a big deal when you think about, um, you know, the postseason and and baseball got really lucky last year that there was no COVID issue in the postseason until the last couple of innings of the last game, um, you know, with Justin Turner, and by then the Dodgers, uh, you know, were on their way to sewing it up. Um, the way these these COVID um, these COVID cases keep keep popping up. Um, really throughout baseball is uh, is has got to be concerning um, when you get in a postseason setting, because, you know, it, it's such a do or die situation. You, know, you lose Rizzo for a series and, and that could that can knock out your chances. So um, in in until we get there. Yeah. I mean, the Yankees are, are hot and it's, it's, it's to their credit with, with all these guys dropping. Um, you wonder at some point if they'll reach a critical mass and, and uh, you know, it'll really start to affect them, but to their, you know, they good for them. They they can they can lose Anthony Rizzo, and they can activate a Luke Voigt, uh off the uh, IL today, and and they've gotten good. Uh, you know, they're getting better results from Tyone. Um Heaney. You know, battled and 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 won it yesterday. Um, so you know, they're they're making do, and um, but that's a tough division too, because I mean, you know, Boston's not doing great now, but they got off to such a good start that they're in it. Uh, Toronto look has that look right now. You know, they've got those young guys coming. That Barrios is pitching well. They're back home. Uh, you can see Toronto kind of coming together and really being a big factor. And, of course, whatever Tampa Bay does, it seems to work out. So um, it's going to be a tough, uh, tough road for the Yankees now. But uh, unlike the Mets, they are playing pretty well in spite of a lot of uh, adversity.
1: Yankees have won five in a row, The uh, 10 of their, their last 12, 20 of their last 28. They've won eight of nine series since losing that series to the Mets over the July 4th weekend. Final thing, uh, Tyler, just looking at the AL East, Boston unraveling is probably too strong of a word. They won the second game yesterday, but they are not playing good baseball right now. I think the Yankees are just better than Oakland. We'll, we'll overtake the A's at some point, and I... I don't know. Is it possible that the wild card game could actually be the Yankees hosting the Blue Jays? It's hard for me to believe that the Red Sox will miss the playoffs altogether. But the way things are going right now, is that a plausible scenario?
0: Oh, it's plausible. Sure. I mean, you know, when these teams are all in it, um, you know, any any combination is possible. I I, it would be crazy to think that Boston would fall out of it um, based on how well they started. Um, but they didn't, you know, they didn't add any, they didn't add very much to rotate at the deadline. Um, you know, Schwarber is a big name and was an All Star, but he's still hurt, and they're going to try him at first base, which is a little risky. Um, they had a couple of relievers, but you know, most teams added a reliever or two, um, and so they're going with this rotation. They're going to get Sale back next weekend, um, and they've been pretty cautious with him in hopes that when he comes back, he can be Chris Sale and not, you know, Chris Sale still building back the strength. If he's Chris Sale, then they're adding an ace, and that really helps. Um, but it's a big unknown with him, um, and the other starters just don't inspire a lot of confidence. And they never did, really, um, but they were getting by early on. And now I think we're seeing some guys come back to earth with, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of guys they have there: Garrett Richards, Nick Pavetta, uh, Martin Perez, um, Eduardo Rodriguez. Unfortunately, has not been that great um, this year, despite that great game against the Yankees. So. I don't really trust their rotation, is what I'm saying. And, um, and I think they are vulnerable, Yes.
1: All right, Tyler Kepner, he's been a terrific national baseball columnist and feature writer for the New York Times for a long time. Very kind of you, Tyler, to spend a few minutes down in Philadelphia. Enjoy the game today, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. All
0: right, thanks so much, Ian.
1: Now back to the Ian O'Connor Show on 98.7 ESPN.